Hello, and welcome to another episode of the How to Scale a Business podcast. My name is Hector Santiasteban, and I'm your host for today. And uh, I'll be your guide, your facilitator, but merely a conduit to uh, today's guest expert. Our featured guest today is Mr. Justin Breen, and he's a Wall Street Journal bestselling author. He's a coach. I love on his LinkedIn, he's got his Colby, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, and an activator, maximizer, achiever. Wrote his book, a book called Epic Life. Justin, welcome to the show. I'm trying to think of the last time I talked to a Loyola Marymount graduate. I'm 46. They were such a great men's basketball team in the 80s. And then, of course, you know, Hank Gathers dying. They were so much fun to watch. Before I was an entrepreneur, I was a, a sports editor, and I loved NCAA tournament, his favorite event. So Loyola Marymount, special place. They were awesome. I'm sure that's big when you were there. Everyone was talking about the Sweet 16 team and Hank Gathers. Yeah, I was a little behind that, and they've been struggling to refine that. But obviously, that legacy and that history has carried them, frankly, and they've had some nice runs. Unfortunately, I feel like they point back to that legacy too much and lean on it. Right. That's the only thing I can't. It's like DePaul. We live in Chicago. Then my dad went to DePaul Law School, so I grew up going to DePaul games, and they haven't been good since I was you know, right. in high school. So it's the same thing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So the first half of these episodes like to give, you know, something that maybe you're not a fan of, which is context. But a lot of these listeners have never heard of you. I'm sure by the end of it, they're going to go out and buy your book and, you know, jump into your world. But what does somebody need to know about you in order for them? Because we're going to talk about these tools and you've got some great systems and some great ways to maximize business and such. But there's always someone who's out there going, who just, who the hell are you and why should I listen to you? So what's the best way to kind of answer that? Oh, that's up to them. I'm not, I don't convince any, no, no. I'm just the buyer of people I want to hang out with. It's their decision. Yeah, it's their decision. I don't, I don't do anything. So help me though, because at least we can learn through some of your experiences. So you mentioned being a sports editor. Well, I just, that was learning. So business owners try to sell. Take us through the evolutions of your career, if you will, though, from sports editor to now, I mentioned, you know, a oh. long bio. What were some of the stages? Well, you're either born someone like this or not. I think most people would choose to be in top visionary world, but they're not born like that. They're thinking about revenue and office space or employee count or getting a paycheck. They're not thinking about true connectivity or being the buyer or collaborations with top visionaries or just connecting visionaries. So I was always this person, whether I was a sports editor or news editor or executive editor and, or a child. <laughs> or a fraternity brother, or running global PR firm that's really not a PR firm, or starting a global connectivity platform only for visionaries. I mean, the purpose of my life has always been connecting visionaries to serve humanity. So like, I don't really understand business owner stuff. It's always annoyed me. I don't understand people who think on a linear, their world level. Like I've always been confused by that. So my favorite quote is Earl Nightingale, Earl Nightingale, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And I'm 46 and my whole life has been success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So much of what I love about entrepreneurship is the ability to essentially create something from nothing, right? I right. mean, it's in its sense, a form of alchemy. When, when the, the idea that you take something like what you're talking about, a vision that is simply in your head, and then actually turn it into something, right? right. And you, you mentioned that there are people who are and I don't want to say relegated because that sounds diminishing, but they are okay being the integrator, 100%. the executor, right? They're great in that role. So let's talk specifically to the visionaries here because I think that it gets lost in translation. From Not somehow, in my world, it doesn't. 
Not in my world. So help me to clear those channels because I know there's people who are You're listening. You're a relator. You want to relate. You want to relate. So I just like to fly the plane and then you, and I appreciate that. You're trying to relate, relate to the audience. You're trying to be a bridge. I appreciate that. Okay. All I well, do- land the plane, Justin. You're that's the what I'm doing. Take, I'm take us I'm where we need to go. Okay. I'm a very simple person. Very simple. So very simple. So I'm only doing one of two things. One of two things. So one, spending time with my family, my wife, who's a pediatrician, stabilizing human, also the COO integrator of a second company, which is literally a connectivity platform for visionaries only. It's essentially LinkedIn for visionaries only. Um, so there's no what do you cost or charge. There's no nickel or diming. It's invite only high price point, just the buyer of people we want to hang out with. And then those people invite their friends and it eliminates anything outbound and all of that stuff. So that's fun. Okay. So either spending time with my wife and two children who are 10 and nine, they are both pure visionaries. They're nine quick starts in Colby, K-O-L-B-E. 10 is the highest. They're both nines. They're both maniacs. That's a compliment. Or connecting top visionaries to top visionaries. So not humans, not business owners, not consultants, just pure visionaries changing the world or those that will do whatever, whatever it takes to change the world. So there's no scarcity. There's no business owner linear thinking. It's just pure global abundance. And then people like that are hard to find at first because they're usually, but not always, aliens within their own family, community, and verticals. The only people that understand us are top visionaries on planet. So it's not a bad or good thing. It's just a different way of thinking. It's just a different way of, I'm strongly convinced you're either born like this or, or you're not. I think most people would choose this life, but they make excuses. And then a true visionary just they just go for it. They don't make excuses. You've mentioned some of them. Are there other telltale signs? Are there other kind of hidden things that people can can identify with themselves or within oh, oh, okay, the organization? Sure. To know if they're a visionary? Yeah. Okay. The only thing I write down before I meet someone is their name and their Colby score. I don't really care what someone does or where they live, how many employees. I don't. That's totally meaningless to me. I just want to know if they're a visionary or not. The easiest way for me, because most of my days talking to ADD folks that are all over the place, I just simplify all that blah, blah, blah into, into patterns. So the easiest way is just to know someone's Colby score. Overwhelming majority of visionaries are eight, nine, or 10 quick start. 10 is the highest. A 10 quick start in human world is one out of 200 people. In my world, it's like one out of eight, maybe one out of nine. And then almost everyone I talk to is eight, nine, or 10. I'm seven, uh, seven quick start. When you're seven or under, you can be a visionary. It's rare, but this is according to Colby and other folks I've talked to in that world. You have to have extraordinarily high IQ and or EQ because you can game the system. So that's one. Almost every visionary I know is an eight, nine, or 10 quick start. In our visionary only connectivity platform, there's only one person. Can we, do can we double tap on that though? Can you just say yeah. like, what's your strategy then? So you've said, there's you know, no okay, strategy. It's, it's, it's so talking. You... Okay. All right. Okay. So your pure strategy, pure context, pure input. I am not like that. I am pure activator, maximizer, achiever. And I have found being incredibly direct eliminates people that overthink and ask too many questions. And it attracts people that just do it. They don't want to be lost in thought. They want to just execute. So again, the easiest way to do that is no Colby. Okay, so these are the four things that separate entrepreneurs, visionaries from humans, business owners, consultants, four things. One, bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. Two, depression. Three, highest level of anxiety you can imagine. Four, likely and or possible traumatic experiences as a child or young adult. So for these humans- are, These business, are the ones for visionary, just to clarify. 
these are kind of signs or I don't know what you would call them. Well, I was uh, about to. F- so, yeah. So a human business owner, consultant, those four things are excuses, visionary, figure it out. So almost everyone I talk to now is at least three of those four things. The really successful ones are all four. When I first started uh, first company six years ago with zero business background, most people I was talking to were still small business owners, employee, human uh, consultants. They were one and two of those four. Now it's almost exclusively threes and fours, most all fours. And that's what separates visionaries from everyone else. What I'm hearing is it's just an ability to take action. Most damaged people with best coping skills, highest IQ, EQ, most courage. That's all it is. Yeah. And so that's what I mean. There's no overthinking. There's not 300 questions. Well, well, is the conversation then so that someone, of course, we could wrap it up in 10 minutes, but my job is a context or relator or whatever you call it is to stretch it <laughs> into 20 minutes. Is the conversation then if someone has those, there's so much talk right now about healing your nervous system and whatever. So is that potentially what unlocks this visionary? Tremendous. Tremendous. So what unlocks it is action. What unlocks it is actually doing something. That's why when someone tries to delay something, I'm like, well, you're only, you're your own limiter. You're limiting anything from actually happening. So if I want to do something, I just do it. I haven't done anything outbound in years. You just create value for visionaries. They create value for you. But the reason that's happened is because I just do it. And then that's how you learn, whether it's good or bad. That's the only way to actually learn anything. We partner with folks that have three attributes, three attributes in their mindset. I'll slow it down because you're going to ask me what each one of those means. So I'll slow it down. So three attributes. One, they're visionaries. As you said before, they can see things before other people. So they're not business owners. Their businesses are extension of that vision, but they're not business owners. There's a fundamental difference in those two things. Okay. So two, they live in abundance, no scarcity, no limits. People with their own limits are their own limits. They, and then you can't help someone limits themselves. Does it make any sense? And then three, they only look at things as investments, not costs. So what I've seen, I guess you can call them pretend visionaries or however you want to call them, pretend entrepreneurs. They think they're visionaries. They think they live in abundance, but they still live in cost world. And if you live in what do you cost charge world, you're not a visionary because what do you cost charge is scarcity. And that disqualifies you from being a visionary. Aren't these just paradigms though? And yes, paradigms are are hard to shift. Yeah. And I appreciate you asking this, but no, 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 no. So I'm I'm 100% black and white and you're playing devil's advocate, which I appreciate. So literally all I do is talk to visionaries and then I hear blah, 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 and then simplify into pattern. And then I'm very grateful. Peter Diamandis is one of the top visionaries in the world that for latest book, Epic Life, which very grateful was number one overall seller on Amazon and made Wall Street Journal and all that fun stuff. And it's about how to build collaborative global companies while putting your loved ones first. So all I do is talk to visionaries, not business owners, not small business owners, just pure, pure visionaries, and then simplify it. And then here's the answer. And so everything I'm saying is things I've learned. This isn't totally. just like, this is just, here's the answer. And then you eliminate the non-answer and you focus on the answer. Because the non-answer, non-answer takes me away from my family, which why would you do that? I talk to one to two visionaries every single week that have let entrepreneur life destroy their family life or prevented them from anything meaningful having a family. So I'm like, well, that's a bad idea. So that's why I wrote the book. So here's my context here, though. Right. You're, <laughs> you're going to keep... There, that's, there, you so, know, if I appreciate honest, it, that's, but that's, there's no argument for me. Like my wife no. would be... So my wife's a pure stabilizing human, empathy, harmony. She's 100% gray. For me, there's no... Whatever 
you're going to try to say, I appreciate it. But for me, there's no, here's the well, answer. Focus on the What answer. I'm trying to get at is for the listener who is either going in one of two things. And so the first bridge that we tried to cross is we tried the to cross. The visionary who's the right listener will understand what I'm talking about. To- totally. But, but if they're not but a visionary. I, but I don't care. That's my point. It doesn't mean anything because those people take time away from me and my family. That's the point. Yeah, well, but yes, but they're still humans and they have a soul and they, and they have well, a right. You're to- an empath. So in, in strength finders, so I'm dead last in empathy, second to last in includer on strength finders. There's 34 of them. My wife's harmony one for top visionaries on planet. I have She's a blessed endless soul. Em- I admit, well, I she is. I'm sure your wife is too. Yeah. So I'm top visionaries love the, me the, and human really small business owners, consultants, they get very annoyed because they don't understand what I'm talking about. They don't get it. No, I, I do. I definitely understand it because I'm a big believer in there's the right seat and the right, you know, get the right person, the right seat on the bus. 100%. And no matter how hard someone, me and my wife are totally different people as you and your wife are. And as opposed to straying from those. Which one of you is the visionary, those. you or your wife? I'm more of the visionary and she's more of an integrator. She has. Even uh, though she's the CEO. She is. It's interesting. She plays more of a COO role. Where she, I was going to say, that's the wrong title. Yeah, she's more of a COO, although she has visionary kind of tendencies. My point in saying that is for someone who's going, all right, so I'm not a visionary. Maybe, you know, because either maybe I'm not or the listener's not. But how can I either support somebody? Mm. How might I either identify those? And then that would be the first question. And then the other question is perhaps, and you can answer this which one you want. Maybe you answer directly to the visionaries because yeah, it I don't seems talk like to it's the non-visionary. It's, it's not all rainbows and gold for visionaries. You know, you what said are you talking be- about? It's the four things. Four things: bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. Two depression. Three highest level of anxiety. So, so there's the no there's nothing understand. good there. No, 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 no. So, oh, how, do you, so how do we help them? How do you help? Like, how help might who? someone go? Well, how do I be aware of this and get my life to be not be in shambles? Help the visionary. Yeah, what might you say to someone oh. who doesn't, you know? Well, that's why I wrote the to... book. That's literally how to build collaborative global companies while putting your loved ones first. I mean, that's literally, that's literally why I wrote. I literally talked to one to two visionaries every single week that have torched their families or never had a family for this life because visionaries are the most damaged people with the best coping skills, and they use those coping skills to create all this stuff, and then they torch their family in the process. It's the same answer over and over and over and over and over. So that's why. So the magic is in the coping. It's like that is the, the IQ, EQ, IQ. So here's my litmus test. My father was 61 when I was born, 61. He'd be 107 now. He was a World War II hero, shot down multiple times in combat, many times without a parachute, got back into a plane. So that's entrepreneur life. You either can do that or you can't. Most people can't do that. They're not, they don't have the brain or the ability to do that. That's why they're employees or COOs or small businesses. And that's fine. Most of the world, that's great. I mean, and then visionaries, there's two things, two things, I guess, to answer your question, if it's helpful. Two things, usually, but not always. Again, my brain turns everything into patterns. Usually, but not always, a visionary marries a stabilizing human, a teacher, nurse, social worker, engineer. My wife is a pediatrician, loving, kind, a stabilizer. Okay. So that's one. The mindset equivalent to that, and this is something I've learned, learned. The mindset equivalent to that is having a mindset of gratitude every day. And that is something a visionary can work on every single day. So, okay, I'll give you context. First thing I I do every day is a grateful journal to my wife, what I'm grateful for, for her the previous 24 hours without her, very bad situation, very bad. 
six days a week, run outside no matter the weather conditions, and then listen to shows like these while I run. So that's three to five miles a day. I've done that for 20 years. And so you're feeding all parts of body with good content and good air and helping the muscles. And then five days a week, Monday through Friday, do a, a grateful journal on LinkedIn. It's like a commercial for other people. I'll, I'll include this in that. So simplify that when you're constantly grateful, it's hard to be ungrateful. It's really hard. It does happen sometimes, but constant gratitude, it's really hard to be ungrateful. And then that attracts grateful people and it repels overthinkers, repels arrogance. It repels people that don't do anything. I found that's the equivalent of marrying a stabilizing human, just constantly being grateful. Yeah. I knew I'd crack you, Justin. I knew I'd get some gold out of you. Oh, this that's is- not, it's not cracking. It's like, that's it. It's very simple. Right, having right mindset attracts right network and creates right opportunities. So I'm glad and grateful that there's brains out there that create all these systems and funnels. And my system, my funnel is one, spending time with my family, and then two, connecting visionaries to other visionaries and having that grateful mindset because that attracts visionaries who want to connect visionaries to other visionaries. And then they create opportunities. And then there's nothing outbound, there's none of this business owner stuff. And then I just focus on purpose of my life, which is connecting visionaries to serve humanity. Yeah. Did we talk about the book enough? Is there enough well, is you there are more to say about the book? You are empath. Wow. My partner for Second Company, he's in California, San Francisco. So his strength finders are competition one, maximizer two, empathy three. He's way more like you in a good way. It's great. He's collaborative empathy. I'm 31 out of 34 in harmony. My wife is one in harmony, so she's collaborative harmony. So I found that weaknesses, you just find collaborative strengths in them. So like you're just a pure empath. I don't know if you've done Enneagram, but you sound like a two in that. Like a, I'm a five. A, you're a four, right? So you're at everything needs to be. <laughs> okay. So knowledgeable and smart. Oh, God. Okay. So I would drive you up the wall. Oh, God. Okay. Well, hopefully I've allowed. So I'm an eight and then a three. What do you know your wing number? What's your wing? Uh, I you believe I'm, I think a five, six. So. Oh, God. Oh. And you're the visionary? No, as you were saying that, she's probably the visionary. Yeah, I'm there's no way in hell you're a visionary. No way yeah. in hell. Your wife's the visionary. So I cracked you. I knew you're no way in hell. And that's fine. You're not the visionary. No way in hell. Not with that. No, you're the stabilizing human, too. A Correct. five, six. She's a eight or a nine. I think she's yeah, an eight. Yeah, of course. Or... Yeah, yeah. Right. So your wife, oh man. Okay. So you would like talking to my wife and then your wife and I would just like, be like eh. so, but thank God you married your wife because you stabilize her. Yeah. You're not And that, by the way, none of this is good or bad. This is just how I see the pad. I already knew you weren't a visionary. I could hear it. You're a pure stabilizing human who super kind. You calm your wife down and then she'll take the company. You're really good at building systems probably too. And I bet you ask her a lot of questions. Oh man. Drives her nuts. Oh, of course. It sounds horrible. Oh yeah. I mean, but, but it's great because she needs that. And then I need harmony. Like it's a collaborative. So she's probably yeah. an eight, three like me. Right? You got to tell her that though. I don't know if she ever, she realizes that as often. I don't, I don't, I mean, if you can tell her, you want her to be knowledgeable and smart. And she's like, I don't care about that. So your wife needs someone like you, and I need someone like my wife, and then my wife needs someone like me, and you definitely need someone like your wife because you would never do anything. You would just be asking questions your whole life. So now you take more chances in life. My wife phasing out of pediatrics. She's phasing out of pediatrics and COO of second company. So it was zero business background, zero. She doesn't care about any of that stuff. She's a pediatrician. 
I'll land the plane for she's onboarded almost 300k in two months of new members. Why? Because she's harmony relator achiever. She's got seven follow through in Colby. So she never stops. She never stops. And she's super high IQ, super high IQ. And it's just beautiful to watch that. And then I would say of the 30 or so members in Brepic Network, which we just, I mean, we just started and it's already at 30 and it'll scale itself because it's all visionaries. I would say in the Enneagram thing, I would say 90% of them are eights or threes. I would be shut. And then there's one person, which I thought was interesting. There's one person under a seven quick start. He's a one six in, in Enneagram. So he's more like you. He's a five quick start. And he's a great guy. He's a great guy. And then I'm glad he's in the room because he can temper the visionaries. He can collaborate with them on things. But it doesn't surprise me at all that there's only one under a seven quick start because that's where the visionaries lie and we're connecting visionaries. Go get Justin's book. We'll see you on the next one. Later, y'all.